Welcome, listener, once again to another edition of Footy from the Foot. It's the podcast coming to you live from the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot Neighbourhood Bar and Lounge uh, here in San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I am joined, as ever, to my right, by the Director of Football at Bluefoot, Rod Styles. How are you, sir? I'm very good, Paul. I had a nice little swim in the sea this week, because it's nice and hot here in San Diego. How are you? I'm well, yeah. You, you, <clears throat> you were as well to do that whilst, when, when the tourists have gone. That's the best time. Yeah. It? It's when <laughs> San Diego residents get to use the sea. So, so to all our UK listeners, October 22nd in the sea. We'll look back at the Premier League and Bundesliga fixtures from last weekend. A uh, whole bunch of Champions League action as well to look back at. Um, we'll also uh, preview what's uh, coming up in the Premier League and Bundesliga this coming weekend, as well as any other business, any bits and bobs of football that's made us happy this week. So if everybody's okay with that, uh, let's get on with it. And as always, we want you to get involved. We are footyfromthefoot at gmail.com, at footyfromthefoot on Twitter and Instagram, soundcloud.com slash footyfromthefoot, and is where you can access all of our previous podcasts. Our website is footyfromthefoot.com. All right, let's dig into it then. Uh, the two early uh, to open up on Saturday was between Everton and West Ham, and uh, Everton needed a win, and they duly obliged. 2-0. Yeah, really surprised at that one, actually, because they've been so abstract lately. But that's two defeats on the bounce now for West Ham, who are going to be in touted for top four, but or top six at least. But Yeah, yeah I don't know about that, really. But I think we've flagged up that uh, I don't think West Ham have got a particularly great record travelling to to Merseyside. And, uh, yeah, that record was uh, continued on, on Saturday. Uh, 6.30 games in the Bundesliga, Augsburg held Bayern Munich to a two-all draw. Yeah, a very late equalising goal for Augsburg. Bayern Munich spurned so many chances. The great atmosphere on the ground and, yeah, good good fun. Are any, not very many happy Munich fans here, though. <laughs> were, were there any uh, happy Russia Dortmund fans? I, I had two. Okay. Thank you, Kim, <laughs> for coming in. But, yeah, big win for Dortmund. Yeah. Then, well, we'll get to the Champions League later, but they lost in the Champions League after that. Big rumours that their coach is about to be fired and... Guess who? Mourinho coming into Dortmund. Really? So he's got a great record of working with young kids. Yeah, attacking <laughs> flared sort of teams. Yeah, I don't think the Dortmund fans are going to enjoy that one too much. Really no. Well, they got a one 0 win against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah, that was an important win. Um, also for that as well, Sancho was fined and dropped after getting back from international duty late. Um, but after eight games, there's only five points that separate first to 11th, which is incredible, isn't it? Exciting season. Yeah, but the three o'clock kickoffs in the UK, Bournemouth played Norwich, and that was 0-0. Okay, yeah, moving on. (laughs) Moving on, quickly. (laughs) Villa beat beat Brighton 2-1. An encouraging win, that, because those are the kind of games that you're going to need to win if you're thinking of staying up in the division. Yeah, for sure, definitely, yeah. They had a goal chalked off as well, Villa, so... That's right, yeah, the goalie was impeded, I yeah, think, wasn't it? I mean, rubbish. pretty, pretty weak, uh, weak sauce all over. Bad that. week for VAR. <laughs> it was, yeah, there's a whole bunch of uh, issues with that, I think, wasn't there? Uh, and in the week, uh, in the Champions League too, I think. So, yeah, we had Leicester 2, Burnley 1. Again, another important win for Leicester. They, you know, again, if they're looking to get into Europe, Burnley are the types of teams they've got to yeah. make sure they get a good result against. You need um, to be beating Burnley at home. I think they went one down as well, Leicester, so... They did, yeah. Um, Vardy scored a great header... Yeah, they, they went on to win that one. So, And Burnley just can't win away from home. Another uh, VAR decision. Who was it? Johnny Evans was impeded to try and stop the goal from going in. It looked 
once again, it's like pretty weak that, but um, I think probably it's just about justified. But I, yeah, again, I would have been fine with it if it stood too. So we need the, the video on the pitch so the referee can actually look at. He's not being allowed to look at things. Yeah. Well, I think he, that's actually not true, isn't it? That they do have that option, just that none of the oh, referees okay, are right. taking it up. But I don't know whether I agree with that. Actually, I, I, I want the decision to be kind of like nice and quick. Right, um, uh, my mate upstairs reckons that uh, you know you got that wrong, and everyone's working as a team. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of like face saving and uh, yeah. You know, don't make the referee look an idiot. Yeah, and, and make me you know because that could be me next week when, when uh, yeah. somebody else is uh, making a, a different decision. So I just uh, continuing on the Saturday games. Chelsea got a good one nil win against Newcastle. They absolutely battered Newcastle here, really, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but they, it was only a one nil win, and Hudson Odoi. He's going to win me a World Cup one of these days, that fella. Um, what a player he's going to be. They look so good, Chelsea. They, the kids, I mean, if they grow up all together now, it's going to be phenomenal. Your Spurs against Watford, one apiece. Yeah. Tra- tragic start, six minutes in, 1-0 down to Watford at home. Um, then we huffed and puffed throughout the game. Watford could have got a couple more goals. They had a penalty turned down by VAR. Oh, Terrible decision. I can't decision. believe that that wasn't given. No, it was a penalty. It was a penalty. Yeah. But then the Deli Alley goal at the end, I don't believe that was a penalty. I'm a handball. It, it is. Yeah, he, did, he didn't sell it though, did he? He looked really guilty about it. Like, I just honestly. think he was more shocked that he scored after. <laughs> honestly, it, it looked a like. Great finish though. <laughs> it looked like he'd like tucked it under his jumper. It, like the, the way he looked at like he really did not sell that at all, did he? I think he was just. Yeah, I, I don't know because we're, we're not playing well at the moment. And it would have been par for the course to. Um, yeah. To chalk that one off, even though it wasn't handball, but it wasn't handball. I mean, Watford, yes, should have had the penalty, and we should have been two 0 But they had plenty of chances to, to kill us off as well. To be fair, yeah. So, yeah, not a, not the result we wanted. So, Wolves drew with Southampton one apiece. Probably disappointed with just a point against Southampton uh, yeah. Wolves. They got disallowed a goal as well, Wolves. So, yeah. That's right, yeah. The late game on on Saturday was a pretty routine win for City, two nothing away at Palace. Uh, that again should have been more. The second goal is an absolute thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. That pass from Sterling to De Silva, who smashed it home on the volley. What a cracking goal. Really and a big great. shout to Jeff White as well. I decided to have a tequila sunrise to um, celebrate the Manchester City strip. <laughs> 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 we are now thinking of doing drinks to match the strip. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that, that, I already kind of feel sickly sweet, I think. That, right. that's, uh, <laughs> that, to uh, to like reflect that joke. 90s new rave, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I think it's designed in, with the, like young kids in mind, which, you yeah, know. That's you know. what the kids are wearing. I'm yeah. glad I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday, there was only one game, and that was the big one between United and Liverpool. It ended up one apiece, and United took the lead. Again, some VAR controversy. <laughs> it was probably a foul, wasn't it? It was a foul. Yeah, um, but also, I don't know. In the build-up, I mean... Yeah. <sighs> I don't know how far you go back on the phase of play and all that sort of thing and whether it was obvious enough to overturn a, a momentous part of a, a game I don't know I, I, I'm on the fence about that one really Liverpool didn't look hot though either no they didn't yeah I think uh, United did a bit of a number on them really didn't they they did yeah and, and, I, and I was kind of right with my two banks of five at the end it was it was pretty much hanging on to what they had at the end there and, but I think uh, Liverpool will take a draw against a rival, won't they, I suppose. And, yeah. and a big uh, shout-out to Nate for supplying the entertainment on Sunday. He was most most animated. <laughs> OK. Monday at noon, we had the Arsenal away at Sheffield United. And again, I think we flagged up that uh, this is the kind of game that Arsenal can make 
heavy weather of and uh, yes, sure enough yeah there we go um I saw a few like comments online from our SD Gooners, and uh, one of one of them that struck on, I think Kyle it was, that said that um, it had two more than two weeks, in fact, to game plan versus a team uh, that had just got promoted, and uh, that's what he, he came up with. So uh, it was a appalling game actually from both sides. I mean, okay, Sheffield United expect them to be a lesser skill level than Arsenal, but both sides. It could have been a championship game. Right. I actually sat in the bar and watched eighty percent of this game. With the Arsenal fans, actually, and a Sheffield United fan on vacation here, which was kind of fun for him. But um, poor quality. I think it summed it up in the 94th minute when Arsenal were coming out, playing out from the back again, but squaring the ball across the pitch. It, yeah. I also saw a clip of playing it out from the back, allegedly. And I think after 19 passes, they hadn't got past their defensive third of the field and then just lumped it long and it went out for a throw-in. And it was like three minutes of everyone's lives that they didn't get back. So I don't know what the uh, the plan is with this uh, playing, playing out from the back, but I think it needs to have more of a, an urgency about it, really. Definitely. I do like Chris Wilder, though. He was kind of like, oh, at the end of the game, he just shook hands with people and like, yeah, that was 1-0, as I predicted. <laughs> I, I, I really <laughs> like him. I think he's a cracky manager. He is a good manager. Breath of fresh air. All right, we'll take a quick, quick break there and then we'll come back with um, the Champions League games that happened this week. start with your Spurs and they had a pretty convincing win against uh, Red Star Belgrade yeah excellent performance uh, and what really I really like Lamella at the moment he seems to be really fighting for Pochettino and for the team and open up a lot of space pressing high Deli Ali sort of getting back into a little groove as well I heard he'd had a good game much needed a win and they look like Spurs of a couple of years ago I know Red Star Belgrade looked pretty poor on the night but they were abject, weren't they? They give you a lot of space, didn't they, to play around with? Newcastle were really poor and they beat us 1-0. So, <laughs> so actually, we didn't stop until the last second, which really made me happy. We didn't play back. We didn't, you know, it was, it was okay. yeah, it was a nice performance and it much needed, much needed. Great. Good. <laughs> Next one. Uh, and Bayern Munich did you a favour uh, beating Olympiacos, didn't they? So yeah, that's so what you need. We're second in the group now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. City, uh, they played Atalanta at home <laughs> and they went behind. Uh, in this one, didn't they? They did. What, they Briefly. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> then they kind of like poked at the beast a little bit there. And yeah. Sterling got a, got himself a hat-trick. And Pep did his absolute fruit at uh, Stones for not being ready when they needed to centre-half. Uh, <laughs> but apparently it was all forgiven as he <laughs> yeah. came on the field. But yeah, he absolutely like, laid into him, didn't he? Also, Foden got a start. Apparently played very well. Got sent off. Um, I think that's probably before Pep subbed him probably I don't know uh, but there, there were two pretty weak uh, yellow cards to be fair yeah. and, and like pretty quick succession really didn't need it from the ref I don't think that but mm. a pretty convincing win there 5-1 I think it was mm-hmm. at the end uh, other games of note Juventus who went behind to Locomotive Moscow came back uh, to Dybala goals yeah. what could have been for Spurs just saying <laughs> he's coming he's coming January <laughs> and Mbappe got a hat-trick against uh, Club Bruges he came on a sub summarily dealt with uh, with Club Bruges on Wednesday the game of the, the uh, Wednesday was the Ajax-Chelsea game the Barcelona game was a fun game too and Chelsea had a really good impressive win really I wonder if Chelsea are this year's Ajax quite possibly but Ajax did again VAR again oh yeah yeah. this was a bad bad decision the guy was never offside well that's the, <laughs> the thing. Ajax player I, I understand 
the, uh, the offside rule when the attacking player has got some part of his body that can score a goal. But if you're a defender, that doesn't matter. So the, the arm seemed to be playing you onside. No. But I didn't realise that that was a thing. No. I, I, it's so complicated. I, yeah, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. This, uh, uh, you know, he's playing him onside. If he's, yeah, yeah, he was onside. But yeah, taking nothing away from Chelsea, great win. Yeah. And, and Pulisic uh, set up the goal. And Looked good when he came on. It was funny. I was yeah. talking to a couple of punters at the bar and. Um, we were laughing about him being the great white hope for American football. Soccer, sorry. And um, he actually played really well, so he must have heard us. Well, he uh, running athletically at, uh, at the defence, wasn't mm-hmm. it? When uh, I think a tiring defence. And uh, yeah, set up the goal. And 1-0 Chelsea. Genk hosted Liverpool. Probably be disappointed they didn't keep a clean sheet. But a very convincing win. And the Ox scored a double. And um, one of them was so beautiful. Oh, the, what, yeah, the outside of his Oh, right my gosh. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, beautiful. Funny story, though, that uh, two Liverpool fans went to Ghent instead of Gang. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and half an hour before the game started, they realised that they were in the wrong town. <laughs> so watched it from a cafe. <laughs> wow, it's quite quiet, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> half an hour. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, I have no idea how far apart those two towns Two are. hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. there you go. So, they, yeah, they uh, couldn't have got them. But, I mean, do they not clock on that no. they've not seen any other Liverpool <laughs> fans talking about? I mean, that's good. Oh, that's, that's priceless. Well done. Inter played uh, Brushy Dortmund and won 2 nothing. Huge result for Inter Milan. Yeah. They've lost, like, I think they haven't won in five games, so. Division is, uh, is really very tight right now. Slavia Prague made a great fist of it against Barcelona. 2-1 to Barcelona in the Cracking end. Game. But it was a really good game. They went for them. Good, yeah, good they deserved a draw that game, in my opinion. No particular surprises, I don't think, in this um, round of games. We are awaiting the games in the Europa League for this Thursday. All right, we'll take a quick break and then we'll preview some of the games uh, this coming weekend. The Premier League uh, weekend starts on Friday afternoon. 12 noon, and it's between Southampton and Leicester. Yeah. And Leicester could go uh, second if they win this. Hmm. So it's a nice little amuse-bouche for the weekend. Leicester have got to fancy themselves, I think, against Southampton. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it should be, should be a fun game. The too early on Saturday game, um, unfortunately, is between uh, Manchester City and Villa. And a Bluefoot derby. It could be plenty of goals in this one, I think. It's best maybe couldn't be said. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think City are going to win this game. But Villa uh, are in a, a decent amount of form, I think, aren't they? So I, I just don't see City. I don't see City losing any more points in the near future. Right. Well, they can't. Yeah. I, I, on the Saturday, six thirty games in the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich host uh, Union Berlin. Yeah. Well, who's going to call these games? <laughs> well, see, yeah. Anything could happen here. Yeah. Absolutely. We also have Schalke versus Dortmund. Same time. Who, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Anyone, like, there's 11 teams that could end up being top of the division by the end of the weekend. So. I'm sitting on a very large fence. Yeah, that makes yourself comfortable. <laughs> well, there's plenty of room because I'm, cause I'm yeah. exactly the same place. So. Excellent. <laughs> uh, the three o'clock kickoffs in the UK we have Brighton versus Everton, Watford versus Bournemouth, and West Ham United versus Sheffield United. So, yeah, pick the bones out of that. Yep, throw the dice. <laughs> yeah. The late game is Burnley hosting Chelsea, which might be fairly interesting. Yeah, Burnley got a home Chelsea, yep. five out of five all competitions. Sunday, the UK time is going to change to GMT. So, allegedly, it was British summertime up till now. So, the six o'clock games are going to be at seven o'clock. Newcastle versus Wolves will be at seven o'clock. Again, Wolves will want to get a good yeah, result here. Yeah, they'll, they'll want to get a good result. I 
yeah, we'll see what happens in that one again. Newcastle, it's off to break down. We'll, just, we'll uh, hope that they've got enough to at least get one goal. That's all it's going to take into just uh, a goal against Newcastle. And then a feast. It really is, yeah. They're all, they're all um, at 9.30 as well, these games, aren't they? So, yeah, uh, feast of football on Sunday. <laughs> Arsenal host Palace, which again is one of those games. Arsenal, like in recent times, hasn't got a great record against Palace, if oh. I remember. Patience is running out uh, with a lot of the Arsenal fans. Emery keeps not picking the team <laughs> that everyone thinks that he should be. Holding, they reckon, should be in that side. Uh, the new fella, Tierney, should be playing more regularly, playing all the dead legs from last year. No, no. And not plays for Ozzo even on the bench. I don't, I don't know uh, what he's thinking particularly, but uh, who knows what will happen with Arsenal against Palace. But it should be fun because also uh, your Spurs are away at Liverpool. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, yeah. What well, do we reckon here? <laughs> I reckon we're going to beat them. Because now Bolton actually have, uh, again, <laughs> we, we've got an away win this yeah. season. So, like, come on. <laughs> this is We haven't went away from home for so long. But I actually think on the back of that European win and the fact that Liverpool could only be three points potentially ahead of Manchester City, right. the pressure might tell a little bit. And um, in that they haven't looked... Um, this is going to come back and bite me, I know it is, but <laughs> they haven't looked particularly wonderful in the in the uh, Premier League right. in the last few weeks. So okay. I'm hoping the Spurs take a lot of confidence in that performance. I, <laughs> they might as well go for it, mightn't they? You know? Oh, I'm predicting 3-1. 3-1. <laughs> right, blimey Riley. Okay, and then the last game on Sunday... United are away to Norwich. Come on, Norwich. Again, I can't see much more than uh, a squeaker there for, for United, really. Norwich aren't in great form. But, but they uh, turned it on against City. Well, there you go. Yeah. That was their last win. So yeah, Maybe that's what they want. Just yeah. to, the home fans will definitely be up for that, won't they? So, uh, just a quick uh, couple of comments on the League Cup, which happens next week. On Tuesday, a City are at home to Southampton. And Burton Albion host uh, Leicester. Fun. So that's a kind of Midlands derby definitely. there. On Wednesday, some big games actually. Liverpool play Arsenal. Villa are at home to Wolves. So another uh, Bluefoot derby there. Yep. And Chelsea are at home to Manchester United. Three big, big, big Yeah, games. those are really good fun games, oh aren't they? Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So glad I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> those are all in the League Cup. So it's probably going to be squad members get, get a run out in those games. It's getting to the stage where getting a bit more serious. Yeah, you're only a couple of games away now, aren't you? All right. So I think we'll leave it there. And then when we come back, we'll uh, have a look at uh, any other business. All right. Any other business? Bits and bobs from around the world of football last uh, week or so. So, we did it. Uh, we brought bad luck to every single team during the, <laughs> the qualifying rounds of the FA Cup. Weymouth went down 2-1 to Dover Athletic. So, in the next round, Dover Athletic will play Southend United, who are absolutely desperate in the in League One right now. Um, in fact, Sol Campbell has just taken over uh, yeah. uh, well, 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 the last couple of days. We don't talk about him. Who? <laughs> Uh, um, which, uh, yeah, great tie for them, really. They'll, they'll actually probably uh, think they might do something there. Bolton play Plymouth. At least it's at home. At least yeah. we don't have to travel. And I worked out, so it's five hours. It's, it's a 580-odd mile trip, or round trip, uh, to get uh, to Plymouth. So at least we don't have to do that yeah. and get beat. Save the petrol. Chichester City, who were the lowest-ranked team in the, uh, in the competition, still, still there. Uh, they received a bye to the second round because Berry weren't involved. If you uh, receive the bye, then you go straight through to the second round. And I think they received some like £30,000 because they've reached the second round. And they've said that they're going to, some part of that is going to go to the uh, Berry FC Phoenix Fund, which is a lovely thing. That's so, yeah, very cool. Yeah. And by the way, 
why doesn't everyone on the Premier League teams at least match? I mean, if Ch- Chichester City can <laughs> do, like, do right by Bury, then uh, maybe some other uh, clubs could uh, get involved in doing that. Too. One of the players could do that. <laughs> There's some great footage of the team watching the uh, the draw, and uh, they go absolutely berserk when uh, they when they know they've got through to the second round without even having to put on their shirts. <laughs> I, I'm going to bring up the the new Amazon. <laughs> You don't do yourselves many favours, do you, by calling it all or nothing? Oh, I, mean... I love my club so fudging much. <laughs> I find it really hard to uh, oh, deflect at the moment. Yeah. First it was the book, the Champions League uh, final book, right. and then <laughs> what it could have been. Oh, but haven't you got like a perfectly good motto? Oh, you know, like, what, what, to dare is to do. Yeah, what's wrong yeah, with that? Yeah, no. you know? all or, all or nothing, mate. Yeah. All or nothing, yeah. I mean, roll yeah, up, roll alert. up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, guess what? <laughs> the latter. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I think this is all the big, the big plan with Amazon. I think they're going to be um, hoping to name the stadium, maybe. I don't know. It's, yeah. um, I think yeah. we're going to be an NFL club soon. Yeah, oh, That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, used to, I think Keith Birkenshaw said it in 1984 when he won the UEFA Cup and then left Spurs. There used to be a football club over there, and it never seems more truer than now. <laughs> Christmas <sighs> fixtures were, uh, were were sorted out. Uh, apparently, there's all sorts of shenanigans going on around about this. Really crapping on the fans, mate. So Spurs play Brighton, Brighton early, four thirty, at four thirty, and then at seven o'clock, Villa play Norwich, Bournemouth play Arsenal, Chelsea play Southampton, Palace play West Ham, Everton play Burnley, and Sheffield United play Watford. And then at nine thirty. Pacific time, Man United play Newcastle, and then at noon, the Leicester play Liverpool. And so there's like four times for different games uh, throughout the day. I think, again, that's for Amazon, isn't it? Yeah, well, they did it last year Back as well. On. I remember Boxing Day last year was the same. Okay. Only because I was in the bar enjoying festive tipples for that's many hours last Boxing well, Day because def- of all the games. Yeah, It's a, a traditional time yeah. to watch football on Boxing Day, isn't it? But I know that James, our friend who's a a Wolves fan was up in arms about having to play City on the 27th and then in two days time after that on the 29th they end up having to play Liverpool in 48 hours they're playing the two top teams so yeah, not, not, not cool they weren't happy about that so anyway that, that, that's your festive fair on, on Boxing Day Bolton uh, play Lincoln this weekend but we lost to Rochdale but who cares because <laughs> <laughs> after 206 <laughs> days and 19 league matches we actually went ahead and won one we beat Bristol Rovers who were actually in 7th so it's not you know not exactly a toilet so we're up to um, minus 5 points now with a rocket I've done yes. some of the maths and we need 50 points probably to stay up. Maybe a little bit less now. There's, there's fewer teams in the division. So we need, I think, something like 1.7 points per game, which is like promotion form. But if we get 14 wins and 13 draws in the 33 games that are still available, we will stay up. So Wow. Yeah. Professor <laughs> Professor Madman here. But I've just heard that VAR have ruled out that win now, Paul. <laughs> it was such a good <laughs> Listen, it was somebody t- taping it on a video camera, the, the, the goals I saw. So, yeah, there's... Yeah. Brilliant. There, there is absolutely no uh, technology involved in any of the games that Bolton are playing. <laughs> they I'll, they I'll tell you that now. At last we won one. Ever the pessimist, with about 10 minutes to go, we were 2-0 up. I'm like, this is going to be absolutely heartbreaking when we don't win this one. And, and But clean sheet and everything. I can't believe it. I was so happy. Um, all right. Believe me, he's happy. <laughs> Honestly, that's it. All it took was one win. And all of a sudden now I'm like... Plotting. Champions of Europe. <laughs> yeah, I'm plotting how we stay up in the division. And uh, you know, it's the hope that kills you. <laughs> Immobile scored against Atalanta the other day and 
one of the worst celebrations you've ever seen in your life. Have you, did you I haven't seen this, this? no. I've, have, have a look at it. It's yeah. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he kind of tries to take his shirt off, collapses in a heap when he's not able to do it, <laughs> and <laughs> eventually gets up on his knees and like fairly apologetically celebrates with the crowd. Right. So that got me to thinking, dear listener, what are some of your favourite goal celebs? And some of the, the worst ones too, by the way. But some of my favourites, Marco Tardelli in the World Cup final for Italy. If you get a chance to see that, it's absolutely brilliant. Iconic as hell. Yeah, well, yeah. I remember watching that game absolutely as well. One of the first games I ever watched as a kid, and um, pure emotion. I also love Eric Cantona when he scored against Sunderland for Manchester. He had the shirt collars turned up, yeah. chipped the goalkeeper, and yeah. just stood nonchalantly turning around with his hands in the air going, yeah, yeah. I'm a god. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Uh, one of my favourites from fairly recently is when uh, Manolas scored against Barcelona for Roma in the Champions League. And he just goes, absolutely crackers. Because <laughs> uh, that was the goal that uh, put them ahead in the tie. And after being 3 nothing down after the first leg or something like that, I think it was. Absolutely incredible stuff. So, yeah, well worth digging out. Yeah. Dear listener, if you have any of those, let us know. Yeah, worst one as well, I think, was um, West Ham scoring against Tottenham last season when they were the first team to win at the, the new Tottenham Stadium. And I forget the West Ham guy who scored the goal, but he did something very odd, like some sort of weird dance. Oh, right, like a Vic Reeves kind of... Yeah, but yeah. we've... <laughs> Never part of his anatomy, kind of. Oh, right. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. odd, and I felt most uncomfortable watching it. <laughs> That's our, for our After Dark podcast. After Dark. Yeah. All right, well, um, let's have a look at the uh, predictor game that we had, and Marissa did extraordinarily well, and, uh, and, and won uh, last week, so I don't know whether some kind of prize is in order at the, at the bar, I don't know. Come and see me for a drink. <laughs> she got six points, I got four, and Rod, Rod, Rod got one. <laughs> I said that Villa would beat Brighton 2-1. Uh, Marissa predicted that one apiece uh, with Tottenham mm-hmm. and Watford. Marissa won with uh, with six points. This week, the games that we're going to predict, Bayern Munich versus Union Berlin. I'm going to go with a 2-1 Bayern Munich win. Um, our friend Doug, San Diego Guna, a very good pal of mine, uh, he's gone 2 nothing to Bayern Munich. Rod, what are you think? 4-0 Munich. Ooh, all right. Schalke versus Borussia Dortmund. I'm going two apiece here. Doug is going one apiece. And Rod, you're going... Well, I was going to go one apiece as well. Am I allowed to do that? Of course. Yeah, yeah. one apiece, yeah. yeah. City play Villa in one of the Bluefoot derbies. I'm going City winning 3-1 in this one. Doug has gone for a modern-day classic of 4-3. And Rod, you say? I'm saying 4-1 City. 4-1 City. Okay. Plenty of goals knocked about in that one, we think. Newcastle versus Wolves. I'm going a 1-0 win for Wolves in this one. Doug is also going for 1-0 to Wolves. Rod, you say? Zeros. Nil apiece. Okay, so, yeah, not exactly a classic. Arsenal host Palace. I'm going 2-0 to Arsenal in this one. Doug, who is an Arsenal fan, is pretty pessimistic about their chances. He's going for a Palace win by two goals to one. 2-0 Palace. Dear, oh dear. Um, Okay, Liverpool (laughs) versus Tottenham. I've gone 3-2. I think it's going to be a fairly open game. Doug has gone 3-0. I mean, it's okay. Now we can tell he's an Arsenal fan. He's gone 3-0 to Liverpool. And uh, Rod, you're going... Earlier predicted, 3-1 Tottenham. And Norwich, in the final game, host Manchester United. I predict 1-0 to Manchester United. Doug goes 2-1 to Norwich. Excellent. And... Uh, Rod, you're going 1-1. Just a reminder about the Bluefoot Thanksgiving food drive. Make sure you bring all your non-perishables to the bar over the weekend. There'll be somebody here to uh, receive those for you. There is a website that we will link to for this new podcast and all of our social media outlets. 
There is also Venmo at Bluefoot hyphen Thanksgiving for any direct donations, as well as PayPal at I divided by I at yahoo.com. That's I divided by I at yahoo.com. All right, so forthcoming attractions then on Friday to open regular times, I assume. Regular time Friday for the 12 o'clock game. Mm-hmm. Saturday. Yep, see you there for the games. Okay. And then on Sunday... 6.30, because the first game's 7. Brilliant. Well, I think uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. Get in contact with any of your celebrations and anything that you see might feel that we are uh, interested in. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com and at footyfromfoot on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Soundcloud.com slash footyfromthefoot to access all of our previous podcasts. And footyfromthefoot.com is our website. Please tell your friends if you are enjoying it. My thanks, as always, to my pal... Uh, David Sangster for his uh, theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear and give him a follow at at 1 in 20 Parkinson's. Don't forget the food drive uh, it continues and we'll do up until Thanksgiving. Alright, thank you dear listener and uh, we'll do this again next Thursday. See you later.